0: Astro. Yo, welcome back, everybody. Today, the Say So Podcast. We are back at it with more sports topics and events to discuss. And yes... We are officially in the NFL free agency frenzy or just offseason frenzy Uh, now that the NFL season is over. Obviously, Kansas City winning another championship, Patrick Mahomes establishing himself as a top five quarterback of all time. In my opinion, Jalen Hurts pretty much his coming out party is showing the world why he was in the MVP conversation and why he should be in the top five NFL quarterbacks conversation right now. But we're not talking about that right now. Really, this topic is pretty much long overdue. Um meaning to talk about this for a minute. The Lamar Jackson situation in Baltimore. Now, this thing has been brewing for the last couple of seasons. Baltimore has been reluctant to pay Lamar Jackson or give him a long-term extension, right? Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is an MVP, he's one of three only MVPs who win it unanimously. Outside of these last two seasons, when he's healthy, he's gotten the Ravens to the postseason. Now, like we said, out of the last two seasons, he's had late in-season injuries that have caused them to miss games and therefore the team misses playoffs. Most notably this season where he had a knee injury and we were told that it would be a day-to-day, day-to-day end up turning into one or two weeks, one or two weeks end up turning to shutting down for the rest of the regular season. And then obviously we get to the postseason, and he didn't play versus the Bengals. And a lot of people feel like even J.K. Dobbins came out and said if Lamar plays this game, we win that game. So you have all that brewing But before the season even started Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Had a conversation about the extension The Baltimore Ravens have made it clear That they are not trying to give Lamar Jackson The guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got Which was $250 million Now Before I get into The situations and, and whatnot, Um Deshaun Watson, who's had all kind of off the field allegations, obviously at first he requested a trade to leave the Texans, that was followed with, well obviously before he requested a trade, the year prior to that, he signed an extension with the Texans that was, I believe, worth over... I believe it was worth over 130, $130 million. But he signed the extension with the Texans. The next season, he leaves the league in passing yards. He requested a trade. That was followed up by, obviously, all the allegations that occurred. He sits out a year. And then, after all the allegations were settled or cleared, he basically hits free agency because he still wants out of Houston. So... He ends up getting traded to Cleveland. They give him a lump sum of money that he just can't turn down because I believe he had a trade clause. I believe he did have a trade clause. So they give him a lump sum of money that he just cannot turn down, and now he's a Cleveland Brown, right? Lamar Jackson watches last offseason. He watches Kyler Murray get $130 million. He watches Russell Wilson at his age get the same amount of money, right? Kyle Murray is a guy who has so far underachieved in the NFL. He's been in the league for five seasons, I believe, or at least going into this year will be his fifth season. No playoff wins, only one playoff appearance, and oh, by the way, he's also a guy who you cannot rely on to stay healthy. How many times have we seen the Arizona Cardinals start off 5 and 6 and zero? just to either miss the playoffs or lip into the playoffs he gets his money no problem russell wilson at his age he gets traded from seattle to denver they just hand him the keys completely didn't even need to he still had years left on his other contract from seattle gave him the money now they're stuck right so lamar is looking at the situation like I was a unanimous MVP a couple years ago. It is evident that I'm not only the best player on this team, but I'm the most valuable because when I'm not on the field, we don't have success. When I'm on the field, we get to the playoffs. And oh, by the way, I got you a playoff win. So he's looking at it like, I'm better than Deshaun Watson. My off-the-field character is better. I'm better than Kyler Murray, and I'm a better leader than Kyler Murray. Like, overall, in general, I'm better than these guys. Why am I not being valued like they are to their franchise? Now, I couldn't tell you why in the world Baltimore has not yet paid this man. Because with their, their expectations for this man are expectations that no other quarterback has had to go through. A guy that's an MVP, who's the franchise quarterback, franchise player, has gotten to you, every year that he's been healthy, he's gotten your team to the postseason, has not gotten his money. Now, Baltimore, they messed up because they could've just bitten a bullet earlier and paid him two or three years ago, and it wouldn't have to been this much. But now that you've waited all the way to the end of his deal, now the market is substantially higher. So, therefore, Lamar is not coming into discussions if you're not talking at least 200, I mean, if we're talking guaranteed money, he's not going to have no discussion unless it's right now like two at least 280 or 300 million guaranteed. And if we're not talking about fully guaranteed money, he's not going to come in there trying to take a deal less than Kyle Murray or Russell Wilson he's going to at least look for 150-160 and believe me he's going to be looking around like 40 to 50 million a year you got guys like Dak Prescott making 35 Kirk Cousins is making 40 Lamar is coming in and like look them guys is not better than me I need we, we need to, we need to do something But again, that's because the Ravens waited so long to pay this man. Now, most teams, what they do is if they're going to wait to pay a quarterback, it's so they take advantage of the rookie contract by going out and getting him weapons to help get you a Super Bowl. We look at situations like a Josh Allen, a Joe Burrow, even Mahomes. You think of any elite quarterback, Justin Herbert. Trevor Lawrence even coming up. The guys who are elite have a certified number one option in the offensive line. Lamar doesn't have that. But not only has Lamar never had had that, he's been an MVP and he's never had a real wide receiver threat. A number one threat, right? I hear a lot of people say, oh, they drafted Hollywood Brown. Yeah, he flopped. Not saying that Hollywood Brown is a bad player, a bad receiver, but it's a reason why the Ravens shipped him out to Arizona for a third round and a fourth round. Now he's on an Arizona Cardinals team where he's not even the fourth best receiver. He's a third string, fourth string guy. The third string, fourth string guy on Kyler Murray's team, Lamar won an MVP unanimously with him. So you taking that into consideration. You also take into consideration that the Ravens. And this is the problem I have with Baltimore. This is a problem I have. Because, like I said, they're expecting something of Lamar that has never been done by any quarterback, which is a guy who has nothing offensively to work with as far as receivers. But yet you continuously stack up the defense every year. Then you want to turn at Lamar and say, "Well, you know, we pay, we, we can't pay you all this money, and you don't even throw the ball that great. You're not even a great passer. Why would you? Why would we pay you Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes money, and you're you can't even pass the ball like those guys? You don't have the passing stats. Number one, when Lamar was healthy this year." Him and Tua was both was both neck and neck for leading the league in passing completion percentage. And trust me, it wasn't no it wasn't no checkdowns uh Duncan and Dick No, he was throwing the ball down the field to Mark Andrews. He was throwing the ball downfield to Rashad Bateman, like Duvernay. All of them too. Trust me, it was none of that. So yeah, that's that. And then number two, as uh, number two. How do you expect a guy to put up great passing numbers or to improve as a passer if you do not surround him with great wide receiving talent? I don't understand that. The most they've done for him is draft Hollywood Brown. And he wasn't what we thought he was supposed to be. He wasn't that guy. He wasn't the clear-cut number one that can that can take them over the top. That wasn't him. Like I said, he got shit for a third or fourth round pick. Like, sorry, he just wasn't that guy. And that's really the main problem I have with Baltimore is they're they it's like they're playing they're so unfair to Lamar that it's 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 crazy to me. No quarter, no elite quarterback or a, better or less an MVP should have to. Wait sh- should have to play the, the rest out of his rookie contract till it's expired and now get franchise tagged. Like that's never happened before. A quarterback that was an MVP and who's still amongst one of the best in the league is getting franchise tagged. So now we get into the actual tagging situations, right? I don't know if uh, a lot of people notice about the, how this tagging stuff works. But what happens is is franchises they have two options. You have a non-exclusive tag. If you place the non-exclusive tag, I believe the, the non-exclusive is around 30, 35 million, I believe. Around 35 million dollars for that season, right? So it's not long term. You just play on a tag that season. However, a team can still negotiate with Lamar a contract to his liking while trading for him at least two first round picks, right? So basically what it would be is it would be a sign and trade on another team's part with Lamar with two first round picks. And Baltimore would have to match the contract. Kind of like how restricted contracts work in the NBA where a guy's a restricted free agent and a team could go out and hand him a lump sum of money but the Suns have a certain amount of time, or I'm not the Suns, I was thinking about the DeAndre Aiden situation, that's why I said the Suns. But another team can match that with the same deal and he would have to go with the deal that the original team offered, right? Same thing with the NFL. Let's say for instance, the Baltimore Ravens said, you know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to give you the non-exclusive tag, and it's around $35 which they won't. They won't do that. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to explain why in a minute. But if they do that, a team like the Atlanta Falcons can come in and say, yo, we'll, we will pay you the fully guaranteed $270 million you want. The Falcons will have to give up the two first-round picks. If the Baltimore Ravens don't match that deal, Lamar Jackson's is the Atlanta Falcons. And trust me, as an Atlanta Falcons fan, I would love that tremendously. It's not gonna happen, but I would love that tremendously. I'm just kind of dreaming. But the Ravens won't do that just because Lamar is worth more than two first-round picks. And if you're gonna let him walk, and if you're gonna trade him, you would definitely wanna get more value for him than that. But then again, the Ravens are at risk of letting him walk away for nothing regardless. So at this point, I don't even know what to think the Ravens would do. But what the Ravens would do is They'll do the other options, which is the exclusive tag, which means no other team can negotiate. Plus, there'll be more money for Lamar. So he will be getting around $45 million if they give him the exclusive tag, which means that no other team will be able to negotiate and he will, he will play on that deal for this season. However, I don't think Lamar's going to play on it. I don't think Lamar, regardless of any of that, I don't think Lamar will played this season in a Baltimore Ravens uniform for a couple reasons number one Lamar is tired of being disrespected Lamar Jackson is a guy who's been disrespected and nobody has believed in him since high school you talk about a guy who was one of the best in the nation who played high school in Florida was one of the best in the state, probably the best in the state and one of the best high school players in the country and was not recruited to play quarterback by any major D1 colleges in Florida. He had to go to Louisville to play quarterback. Everybody else wanted to play, oh, wide receiver, oh, running back, oh, uh, this and this, quarterback. But Lamar was so, Lamar and his mom was sold on the fact that he could be a quarterback. So you have you have D1 schools in Florida who's like, "Nah, we don't believe in you anymore." He goes to Louisville. He wins the Heisman Trophy. He's coming to the draft and what are teams saying? He can't play quarterback in this league. He's not that he's not that great of a passer. Maybe he could get on somebody as a uh, if he turns to a wide receiver or he switches to running back. He can go. It's the last pick in the first round. The last pick. I almost wanna go. I almost want to go by and look at the, the uh the class that was actually like picked over him. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Actually, I'm not gonna do it. But he was the last last pick in the first round. A lot of teams in the NFL. A lot of GMs didn't believe in him. Didn't believe he can play quarterback. Now you fast forward, not even two years later, two years later after he's drafted, first of all, his first year, he takes the Ravens to the playoffs in his first year, and he didn't even play that many games. He he swapped out for Joe Flacco midseason and was able to get the Ravens into the playoffs. The next season, He's a unanimous MVP. He's making history. Only three quarterbacks have been unanimous in the MVP voting, and he's one of them in only his second season in the league. And still, you have people who have doubted him, people who've said, you're not good enough to do this, to do that now obviously people have said oh well if he would have just won a championship or gotten to the super bowl that could have made this whole lot easier number one you have to put into consideration he's in the afc which is by far the toughest of the two divisions you got patrick mahomes josh allen joe burrow um who else a bunch of other teams in the afc that are really really good Chargers, for you for goodness sake right out of all those teams they have the the offenses between those teams in Baltimore's are tremendous. It's a tremendous difference because all those guys have weapons. Lamar doesn't have that. I love Josh Allen, but if I have to keep it real, when Josh Allen became really successful, is when they got was when uh, Buffalo went out and got Stephon Diggs. Cincinnati went out and got them a Jamar Chase. Went out and drafted a T. Higgins. Even when you look at when you when you look at Kansas City, you had a Tyree Kill, you still got a Kelsey. Look at Justin Herbert. You got a Mike Williams. You got a Keenan Allen. Look at Jalen Hurst this season. They went out and got an AJ Brown. They went out and drafted a Devontae Smith. Who have the Ravens went out and got for Lamar. The only thing I see them going out and doing Is going out and signing defensive players I see them going out and trading for Raycon Smith I see them going and signing Raycon Smith To a long term deal Then you turn around and look at Lamar it's like oh well You haven't given me nothing So the whole point is Just like with Jalen Hurts I feel like if Lamar had a real number one threat he can actually do something because let's keep it real we know Lamar is not the type of quarterback that can take a whole bunch of you know random smandums and get to a super bowl that's not his game he's not built like that now he's taking random smandum guys and he can get you to the playoffs and he got you an mvp he can carry you to the playoffs but in the in the in the in the playoffs like In order to advance, it's all about guys winning one-on-one matchups. And he's never had that guy who can win a one-on-one matchup consistently in the postseason. Now, you have the guys who are rare. You have the guys like Patrick Mahomes who just did it. You have the guys like Tom Brady who've done it. But those are greatest of all time guys. I'm not saying Lamar is that. What I'm saying is... Give him the fair chance that these other elite quarterbacks have given that you are trying to say Lamar is not. Because Baltimore is looking at Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes and saying, why would we pay you like those guys? But those guys have gotten something that you haven't given Lamar. And I'm be honest, outside of Mahomes, if you don't give those guys a number one receiving threat, we don't know how good they look. We saw, Joe, we saw Joe Burrow in the four games that Jamar Chase missed with the hamstring injury. He didn't look that good. He didn't look that good. Justin Herbert is my guy, but we see him without Mike Williams in that playoff game versus the Jaguars in the second half. So I'm just saying, Lamar needs a field chance. But outside of that, look, I feel like Lamar is at the point of his career where he's tired of having to prove himself to somebody. He shouldn't have to prove himself to somebody. If it's not about winning a championship, he shouldn't have to prove anything to the Baltimore Ravens anymore about why he should get paid. When there are teams out there like the Jets, the Falcons, probably even the Raiders, who will be more than willing to pay Lamar? Because Lamar has never been, he's never been in a situation where he's been fully appreciated. The Ravens have not fully appreciated Lamar. If they have fully appreciated Lamar, they would lock him down long-term and acknowledge that he is their long-term guy and that they are willing to roll with him. But no, he's an MVP and you're asking him to be on a tag. Now, what's going to end up happening is Lamar's not going to play on this tag. And I really believe Lamar is going to request if they end up tagging Lamar and they have to, as of right now, they have to March 7th to decide on a tag or not. If they tag Lamar, either two things are going to happen. He's going to sit out until until like three days before the season starts. And basically ruin the season because remember they just hired todd muckett from georgia a new offensive coordinator so as a quarterback if you have a new oc otas are vital training camp is vital so all that off-season time of learning to learn a whole new offense is vital i believe if they franchise tag lamar and he doesn't request a trade he'll just wait to the last the last possible minute because remember if you get tagged you don't have to come to OTAs and all that. You could basically sit out until like the the a couple days before the season starts. And if he does that, that's gonna ruin his like That'll ruin the whole season. Because if you're coming into the season, you're not knowing an offense, you're not gonna get anything done. So if you're gonna go into a season and learn a new offense, at least number one, go to a new team who's willing to pay you more money. But I, what I think would end up happening is if they end up French, if they end up tagging Lamar, he's gonna request a trade. He's gonna request a trade, and I feel like that's kind of the message that was going on when he set out. Well, I'm not gonna say set out, but when he when he decided not to give it a go in the game versus Cincinnati in the playoffs, because there is no way you can ask this man to play on a knee injury when he's fighting for a long-term contract. You want him to play through injuries? Pay the man. How many times have we seen athletes, you know, take a pay cut or take this and then they get injuries and then franchises are like, well, you're injured, so we can't really trust you to give you this money. So I think Lamar's going to request a trade because I believe that he wants to be valued. He wants to be valued like the rest of his peers. Especially guys who are who have done less than him are being more valued than he is. And that's been a story of Lamar Jackson's whole in a whole, whole football career. A guy who has overachieved and has done the impossible, yet still finds himself in situations where people do not believe it. And as a guy who is 26, in the middle of his prime, one of the best in his career, when he's seeing guys in his division like Joe Burrow have success, guys like Deshaun Watson who comes to his division and gets his money, and guys like Patrick Mahomes who are, you know, amongst his era, going out and winning championships, he wants to be go out and do things like that, and he doesn't have the team to do it. Nevertheless, the team doesn't even want to pay him and show him his respect in order to do it. So I think Lamar Jackson is going to end up requesting a trade. Like I said, as a Falcons fan, I'm praying to Jesus himself that somehow, someway, the Baltimore Ravens are either dumb enough to give him the non exclusive tag and we make the trade or whatnot. But honestly, I think the number one hot spot is the Jets. Now, the only thing is, is that Baltimore definitely doesn't want to trade. At least what I would think. I would think that Baltimore wouldn't want to trade him to any team in the AFC. So that means the Raiders, if the Baltimore's are like, the Raiders are saying, we're not trying to help out anybody in our conference. That means the Dolphins are out. Jets are out. And the Raiders route, which only would leave the Falcons. Now remember, last year the Falcons were in the running for Deshaun Watson. They basically had Deshaun Watson in the in the in the grasp of their hands, and Cleveland just came out last minute with this crazy deal that Deshaun couldn't turn down, which basically messed up the market, and what, and, and that's why Lamar Jackson is going through things he's going through now. But I think if the Ravens are saying We're not trading Lamar to the AFC The Falcons Have to be the only team Because they're the only team in the NFC As far as I know With strong interest. And I think that they're the only team That has the assets I mean outside of the I mean, ideally, if you're the Falcons, you would want to keep your young pieces like uh Kyle Pitts and Drake London and you know Algier. Still got Cordell Patterson who made the Pro Bowl. Well, I don't know, he didn't make the pro Bowl, actually, but he's put up last he's put up real good numbers the last two seasons. So ideally you would want to keep those guys. Probably you have to give up somebody. Um but it would be some picks. Or you could look into the draft if you are gonna trade them into the if you are to trade him to the AFC. You can look at the Texans. You can look at the Colts and be like, yo, basically, we'll give you Lamar for, basically, C.J. Stroud. I keep saying Stroud. That is not how you say his name. I think that is how you say his name. I don't know. But C.J. or Bryce Young, basically. That's basically what it is. So, I don't think that would happen either because... Again, I don't think that outside of that number one pick, Houston doesn't have the assets and neither does the Colts. And like I said, the reason why Baltimore is not willing to put Lamar on a, at least in my estimate, they're not willing to put Lamar on a non-exclusive tag is because they know that Lamar is worth more than two first round picks. So they're not going to let him walk for that much. However, if you are going to say that, then it wouldn't make sense for you not to sign a deal because it's like, if you don't think he's, if you know for a fact that he's worth more than two first round picks, but you know that he's not worth Kyler Murray money, then what do you think he's worth? And on top of that, the Ravens have, they 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 put themselves in a lost-lost a, a situation because you let's say you put him on a, the exclusive franchise tag and he plays on it he's making 45 million you tag him the next year it's gonna go up another 15 at least another 15 million dollars so now you're looking at 55 million or 60 million and then after that you're looking into the 70s and you know you're not gonna pay him that so what you're gonna tag him in the next three years and let him walk out as a free agent for nothing The Ravens are not going to do that. They're not going. They're not going to pay. They're not going to put him on a tag and pay him fifty or sixty million this season and next season and not just give him a long term deal. If you're going to do that, you might as well just give him a long term deal. It like it makes no sense. So, like I said, I think Lamar is going to request a trade, and it would it would shake up the whole NFL. It would shake up the whole NFL. Like I said, as a fan, I would just want him to get on a contender. Get on a team that values you, that believes in you, that will give you the right assets to actually compete. Because we've seen what they look like with Travis Huntley. And honestly, after the season, look, I, I thought that after the season, the deal would get done because Lamar had tremendous leverage after he got hurt. Because we've seen how they offense looked with Travis Huntley in the game. Like, it was horrible. No disrespect to Travis Huntley, but it was horrible. I don't know how they found a wall. I mean, they pretty much already clinched before Lamar went down. But their offense had went down to the worst in the league. If not, somewhere around where Denver was. So I'm thinking like, yo, you already thinking about not paying this man. You know that the threat of him leaving is possible. That's why you already told Todd Munkin that, hey, you, you can accept the job if you want to, but we cannot guarantee you that Lamar is gonna be here. So, now what you gonna do? You gonna roll out there, if Lamar says, I'm sitting out or I'm gonna request a trade, you gonna roll out there with Travis Huntley? <laughs> like, is that what happened? You're gonna roll out there with Travis Huntley? We talking about a guy, Lamar, who, even, even if you go back to the last two seasons, the last two seasons, before he was hurt, Baltimore was on pace to win the division. They were number one in the division last two seasons. That's why when the Beagles and Joe Mi- and Joe Mixon was talking about all this big dog talk, I'm like, yo, number one, y'all are a third seed. Y'all are going on the road. Let's pipe down. Number two, the only reason why y'all have gotten y'all have won y'all's division the last two seasons is because Lamar Jackson has been hurt. If Lamar Jackson didn't get hurt last year, they would have won the division last year. If he didn't get hurt this year, they would have won the division this year. And y'all probably would have been playing that game at Baltimore with a healthy Lamar, who had already beaten you at home that season. So, I think Lamar is totally undervalued. And right now, I really do believe that in the next next seven, eight days, if Baltimore is like, yo, we're going to tag you, I believe he will request a trade. And I really do genuinely believe that that will happen. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes down. But it should be very, very interesting to see. And I'll definitely be paying attention to it as I know that y'all will.